The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. For goodness sakes, what are you doing home at this hour? It isn't even three o'clock, is it? No, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it's about that. What's the matter? I don't feel good. Coming down with a cold? I don't know, I really don't. I ache all over. I just feel kind of funny. Uh, virus, I suppose. Seems as though everybody's getting it. We used to call it just the usual fall cold, remember? Now everything is virus this and virus that. No, I don't think it's that. I don't feel as though it's a cold. I just haven't got any energy. I'm tired. Well, your trouble is, dear, you need a vacation. Vacation? Yes, you do. You haven't taken any vacation all summer, one week. One week you took off, and that was to help me pack up to move. Well, I can hardly take a vacation when I'm building a house. You have to stay home and keep an eye on it. Oh, boy. Not a good it did us to stick around and keep an eye on it. Well, now, dear. Yeah. Here we sit watching it progress inch by inch, living in the garage, no decent heat. My poor wife and daughter and son freezing. Oh, we're not freezing at all. We keep bundled up. Too much cold is better for you than too much heat anyhow. By golly, I don't understand you. Generally, you're, you're always cold. You keep the house like a steam bath. Every time I go past that thermostat, you got it pushed up to 80. <laughs> I know. I always like a warm house, but somehow this chilly garage doesn't bother me. I know it's cold, so I dress for it. Now, you put on that heavy sweater to sit around, and I'll fix you a nice hot cup of tea and some cinnamon toast. How's that? Oh, fine, fine. <sighs> oh, honey. Mm. What's the trouble? Mm. Mm? Tell me. Mm. Something go wrong at the office? Hmm? Oh, come on. We always tell each other everything. Dear? No, no, no. It, 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 it isn't anything. I mean, it, it's nothing, and it's everything. Oh, look, I just don't want to talk about it. All right. I'll be all right. Don't pay attention to me. Have you fallen in love with somebody else? <laughs> love is the farthest thing from my mind at this moment. Oh, dear, I know I look sort of like Tugboat Annie right now, no, but I did honey, think you look that... fine. No, no, no. It's just... Oh, boy, listen to that, would you? Even the weather is awful. Now, you sit down and relax. I'll fix you a hot cup of tea, and then I want to hear exactly what has gone wrong. <laughs> We live in an age of specialization. We work in it, too. The legendary jack-of-all-trades is lost out to the master of one. Too often, however, 20th century employers find it difficult to find the highly trained, highly skilled workers they need. Like any problem, however, theirs will yield to thought and consideration. A physically handicapped worker, for example, may not be able to do every job well, but if he's trained to do the one job you want done, you can rest assured he'll do that job well. A physical disability is not, and need not be, a job disability. Very often a handicap will even add to the worker's efficiency. Where excessive room noise is a factor, a deaf employee may prove more efficient than his colleagues. Weekdays, call the local office of your state employment service and hire the handicap to fill job openings in your organization. You will find the state employment service listed in your telephone directory. <laughs> You want cream and sugar for your tea or lemon? Huh? No, no, I'll, I'll just drink it plain. Here's some cinnamon toast. Oh, thank you. Maybe you'd rather have had hot chocolate. Oh, no, no, it's fine, thanks. 
I remember when I was little and was playing outside in the snow making angels and sliding on my sled and when my hands and feet were just aching with the cold, I'd come inside and Mother would put some brown sugar on a piece of bread and melt it in the oven. Oh, my, it was so good. Hmm. What are you looking at? A fly on the wall. What about it? He's walking up toward the window. Now, look, if, if, if he reaches it, our luck is going to change. And if he turns and goes the other way, it won't. Oh, honey, that is silly. Look, he, he, he stopped. He stopped. He, he's rubbing his wings. Now, look here. Uh oh, dear. he flew off. Well, well, our bad luck will continue, I guess. What bad luck? What bad luck? Well, I know we've had some headaches building the new house. Headaches? But I... Do you realize that practically every day since last March when we decided to build that we've had one blow after another? Everything has gone wrong. Really, when you come right down to it, not one nice thing has happened to us this summer. Well, we have a new baby. You have a son. Oh, well, yeah, Isn't of that one nice thing? Well, certainly, certainly. But I... God, I can't even give my son a house to live in. He's living in an unheated two-car garage. Well, it's new and it's clean and we're going to be in the house before long, I'm sure. He doesn't mind where he lives as long as he gets changed and fed and has a place to sleep. The money, <laughs> I tell you, I don't know where the money is going to come from. I oh, really now, don't. darling, I mean, money, is, money isn't everything. Money is a heck of a lot when you haven't got it. You know, we won't have one penny of savings left. Well, we have your insurance and the bonds that we won't touch. We got two children to educate. By the time they're ready for college, we'll have saved enough. I hope so. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, darling, but all the problems with this new house, they've really gotten me down. Speaking of problems, have you seen Mr. Dibble today? Yes, he was here. I didn't talk to him, but I saw him out there. Oh, there comes Betsy home from school. Now, cheer up a bit. Don't let her see you so depressed. Hello, dear. How is school? All right. Hi, Betsy. Come on, come on, come on. Get in, get in. Gee, it's freezing in here. We might as well be living outdoors. Now, that's enough. You change your school clothes and put on your warm slacks and that heavy sweater. How come you're home now, Daddy? Oh, I just came home early today. How was school? All right. What did you do? Nothing. Tommy gave me a magic ring that he got out of a box of candy. A magic ring? How wonderful. Oh, Mommy, it doesn't work. Well, of course it works. Thank goodness, I had, a, I had a magic ring when I was little. I got it from a box of licorice, I think. And mine worked. Well, this one doesn't. Well, magic rings don't work all the time. They have to be awfully good. And if you are, why, when you make a wish, why... I must say, sometimes they work, don't they, Daddy? Huh? Yeah, yeah, they I guess work. so. Yes, I, uh... Well, this one doesn't, because I wished that when I came home today, we'd be moved out of this awful garage, and we're not. Well, the pessimism around here seems to be catching, which I certainly don't think is good, Daddy. Huh? No, no, no. Well, look here, young lady. Here, g g give me this magic ring. You have to close your eyes. All right, all right. I'll close my eyes. Now, what'll I wish for? Um, now, let me see. Uh, I know... I wish I had some cinnamon toast. Why, Daddy! Hmm? Look, there's some on the table behind you. What? What? <laughs> what? For heaven's sake! Now My there, there goodness. you see. Look at that. <laughs> oh, Daddy, you knew it was there all the time, wasn't it, Mommy? Wasn't it there all the time? <laughs> I don't think so. I think Daddy is just plain magic. Yeah, <laughs> boy, I wish I were. I'd wish that Mr. Dibble would knock on the door and tell us what he plans to do about that hole in the floor in the living room. You know, there's no excuse for his not planting those black walnut floors. Why, it's Mr. Dibble. Tommy! Mr. Dibble? Yes. It is? Well, I don't want to see him. You can bet your bottom dollar it's more bad news. Come in. Come in, Mr. Dibble. Mr. Dibble! Daddy just said he wished you'd knock on the door, and you did. Well, I, I, I've been waiting for you to come home today. A little early, aren't you? 
Well, yes, yes, I am. Daddy was wearing my magic ring, Mr. Dibble. Is that so? <laughs> well, let's have it. What's the bad news this time? Oh, no, no, no. Got good news this time. Uh, at least I hope so. About the floors. The floors? Why, that's just what he was talking about, dear. Oh, Daddy, you... you're magic. Yeah, 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 sure. What, what, what about the floors, Mr. Dibble? Well, as you know, we run out of black walnut floorboards there. I said I'd be looking around, see if I could find you any more. Yes, did you? Well, I think so. A woman I know, Mrs. Higgins, out on Route 40, she's got an old barn, doesn't use it, pretty well fallen to pieces. Is the wood in it black walnut? Well, I passed it the other day, stopped the car, mm -hmm. got out, sneaked under the fence there to take a look at it. Now, Costine, all black walnut, but some of the floorboards is, and some of the beams. Would you think she'd sell them? Well, I don't know, she might as well. Barn gonna collapse anyway, one of these days, a heavy windstorm. Now, trouble is, if she knows we're too anxious, she's liable to put a pretty high price on them. Yeah, well, maybe it would be better if you approached her, huh? Well, I don't know. I thought maybe we could all take a ride out there next week sometime, you know, sort of pretend we were just passing by, like to look at it, you know? Oh, yes. Now, I got a notion we can get them if we, if we play our cards right, and they oughtn't to cost you too much, neither. Oh, well, that certainly sounds encouraging. Well, there's no need to be discouraged. Everything's going along fine on the house. Got those closets all fixed today. Tile came for the bathroom. We'll get that in tomorrow. Building inspector was out today. Give his okay on everything. Oh, shouldn't be too long now before you get into the house. Oh, Mr. Devil, I can hardly believe it. Well, let me running along. Well, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank Mr. Yes, Devil. Thank you, yes. Mr. Oh, uh, I, I got a little stove that I'm not using. Thought I'd bring that along tomorrow, rig it up for you here. We'll have to cut a little hole for a chimney, but... Well, we'll cover that up and fix it when you get into the house. I mean, if you want it. A stove? Oh, well, I should say we do yes. want to be wonderful, All wouldn't right, you? All right, yes, I'll yes. see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Daddy, you must be magic. <laughs> well, it would be nice if I were, Betsy, but I'm afraid it was just a coincidence. Well, I don't think you should disillusion her, dear. Well, I can't, you can't grow up believing in magic. Well, it isn't necessarily magic, but it's nice to grow up with a more optimistic point of view. Look at your Aunt Martha. If somebody says, let's go on a picnic, instead of saying, oh, what fun, she says, oh, I go to all that work. It'll probably rain. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Still, Betsy's got to grow up realizing that you have to work for things if you want them. I don't want her to be just a dreamer sitting around wishing things would come true. But mm -hmm. it was magic, Daddy. You said you wished Mr. Dibble would knock on the door, and he did. Well, darling, it was a coincidence. What's a coincidence? Well, a coincidence is... Uh, oh, golly. I, well, supposing Daddy said... Uh, I wish the phone would ring right now and somebody would say, your Uncle Carl has just left you two million dollars. Well, if the phone did ring just as I wished it, that, that would be it. Well, well answer it! I, I haven't even got an Uncle Carl. Answer it, Daddy! Dear. It was just some girl said to hold on now. Yeah, yeah. Just a minute. Uh, yeah. Wait here. Hello. Yeah, yes. Who is it? Yes. Who is it, dear? Oh, well, just a minute. Just a minute. Uh, I, I think I... Um, Who is it? Uh, Ulysses S. Grant uh, was one. Andrew Jackson and, and, and uh, George Washington. For heaven's sake, what is it? A quiz show? <laughs> Shh, oh, well, I, well, I can't hear. What? What did you say? Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. All right. I get it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you get two million dollars, Daddy? No, no, I didn't, dear. Not quite. By naming three men who were generals before they became president, I have just won 
two free dance lessons at the uh, Wanda Lee Dance Studios. Oh, is that all? <laughs> now, you see, Betsy, that's what a coincidence oh, really? is. Phone ringing at precisely the same time I said I wished the phone would ring. I think it's magic. You go right ahead and think it's magic, sweetheart. You're wonderful, Daddy. Oh, your Daddy is wonderful. Ah, <laughs> heck, I doubt. You better take your ring back. No, you can keep it, Daddy. I don't need a magic ring as long as I have you. Well, now, that is the nicest thing that's ever been said to me. I tell you what, Betsy, let's... Let's, uh, let's both of us wish for an apple pie for dinner. Oh, no! Come on, now, come on, you believe in no, magic, come on. No, I wish I had, I had an apple, apple pie, pie for dinner. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> No oily aftertaste, no oily aftertaste. Now there's a margarine. Good luck to the margarine. With no oily aftertaste. Today's good luck is the light margarine. Light in flavor, light on your tongue. Just like the high-priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light. Guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No oily aftertaste. Good luck, good luck. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and John Shelley and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door.